Okay, guys, welcome to the Darren Cartel Show. And this is now episode six. And today I've got a very special guest all the way from New York or New Jersey? Uh, New Jersey. I, I live on the edge, training both. Live on the edge, live on the edge. Today we've yeah. got Nicky Rod. He is a wrestling athlete, BJJ athlete, grappling athlete. And I'm pretty sure you've done a bit of modeling as well, yeah? A lot of modeling, yes, sir. Mate, I feel like you're too good looking to be a good fighter, man. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been told this many times. Yeah. Gotta keep the face pretty. That's why, yeah, I actually, yeah, I've been grappling for a few years now. But, uh, you know, I've always been um, kind of, people wanted me to get into to the world of MMA. And, uh, you know, every time I talk to my, my people about it, my family, my mom's just like, dude, you're way too pretty. Can uh, <laughs> she, She'd kill me if I was getting punched in the face. So we're going to have to settle for grappling. Have you ever done any striking? Uh, you know, I, I've sparred a couple of times. Not really yeah. like no practice or anything, but just just mess around in, in yeah, the gym yeah, whatnot. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know, if I was to take it seriously, I'm the kind of guy that uh, would want to be the best in the world. It's a it's a yeah, hefty yeah, commitment, yeah, yeah. you know. Hundred <laughs> percent. All right. So before we start, right, I usually ask these questions to the UK scene. I ask them what they order at Nando's, but I'm assuming I'm pretty sure that you guys don't have Nando's in America. Mm. Is that right? Okay. No. So what would Nicky Rod? When he goes into his favorite restaurant, what would he order? You know, I'm a, I'm. I need I like details. I need Dude, details, I, bro. And, and you can, you can. I love a good steak. You give okay. me a hefty, a hefty like a 32 ounce ribeye with some yeah. fries on the side. I'm, yeah. I'm classic, simple. I, I like, I like like that. But you give me a good, nice seasoned, well marinated yeah. steak, cooked it, cooking some butter and a grill or something. Yeah, I like, I like me some good quality meat. Good, so uh, if if I had the choice, definitely a, a nice good ribeye. Okay, with some chips or vegetables? I'd say chips, yeah. Okay, chips. My, my, my. but you can cook as well, right? Because I see you cooking some mean steaks out there. Yeah, dude, right. I, cook, I cook every multiple meals every day. When, you're, oh. when I'm like 240 pounds right now, which is like, I don't know, 112 kilograms or something. Yeah, that's big. And uh, it's, yeah, it fucking takes a lot of food to stay up here, man. Bro, when I, when I met you, yeah, I was like, I, I knew you were big. But then when I saw you... <laughs> I, I looked in the mirror to myself and I thought, fuck, you know, he's a big boy to wrestle with. <laughs> but I've got, yeah. I got, I got one more question for you before we carry on. If you were a superhero, who would you be or what powers would you have? Um, I think if I was a superhero, you can't go wrong with Superman, right? Uh, but yeah. I think if I just had to pick one, one power, I'd say the ability to fly. Uh, yeah. Tr travel, traveling takes so much time. You have to fucking hop in the car, hop in the plane. If I could just yeah. get up, and fly to the next state or whatever, you know, it'd be a lot easier. <laughs> fly, fly, fly to the next competition to tap some guys exactly. out, yeah? <laughs> exactly. Right. So for you, for you guys that are listening, um, I actually slid into Nicky Rod's DMs, man. I slid in. <laughs> I slid in like a, like a, like a fangirl. And uh, I actually met him in New York and did a one-to-one -one wrestling session, which was actually my first wrestling session, which I didn't realize how technical it is. Because when I first saw you, I, w I was watching you last year on ADCC. And I was like, oh, he, this guy's like muscling everything. He's a big boy. He's strong. But then when we did that session, my mind was blown from wrestling. So how about you tell us a little bit about your sporting background and how you got into it? Yeah, so it's a, wrestling's a, a game of angles. You know, it, it is a lot of speed, a lot of muscle that, that, uh, that is involved with it. But once you find somebody that's a, that has the same athletic ability, same te technical talents, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come to who outsmarts the – who's smarter, you know, who's more technically sound, who's more technically efficient on the mat. So, yeah. uh, you know, as far as wrestling goes, it's uh, – angles play a big part, uh, especially, uh, you know, in the jiu-jitsu game where you have uh, sometimes a, a big size discrepancy. You know, you can have 
you know, like Orlando Sanchez, for instance, he's really he's known worldwide for his wrestling. He had a, yeah. over 100 pounds of me. I think I, I walked into ADCC like 225 pounds, and Land, Orlando was like 250, 260. That's yeah, what the rumors yeah. have, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So big difference. Uh, and, that, and how I beat, you know, somebody like that is, you know, I, I, I wrestled him with angles. I, I didn't have the ability to outmuscle him because he's just too big. He's too, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, too, yeah. You know, he, he's a pretty good athlete for his size and, and his yeah. uh, circumference and all that. But yeah, so my game in a situation in a situation was like that. Like that would be, you know, pulling the head, get them nice and tired, and then start working my angle, stay on the outside because you yeah. get stuck inside or under somebody like that, man. Yeah. It's a hard day to get out. So right. yeah, and I've been I've been wrestling for a long time too. Maybe since I was like, I think I started at like twelve and be like sixth or seventh grade uh, in, in New like Jersey in school in, in Jersey, Jersey. Yeah, because yeah. wrestling wrestling out there, it's like it's a big thing in the states. Like in the uh, UK, we don't. We don't have it at all, mate. Our, yeah. our thing is, I'm going to say soccer. So you probably might. Mm. If I said football, <laughs> I'm going to say something else. And uh, cricket, rugby and all of that. But there is no wrestling at all. So when you started wrestling, you started in primary school, which is your... Yeah. So, yeah, primary... It'll be... Yeah. So it'll be, we have, like, middle school, which is, like, sixth to eighth grade. And then high school, which is, like, ninth to, to you finish high school or twelfth grade. Um, so I started in, in middle school. And uh, in New Jersey, wrestling is our number one sport. Like... Mm -hmm pretty much every high school has it. Um, and there's tons of kids like, you know, I remember like I wasn't, I wasn't no stud athlete in high school. You know, I was a good wrestler, but I remember yeah. like being on the beach and people knowing my name just because of newspapers and stuff. And oh, it's just sick. like, it's a, it's only a high school sport, you know, but that's how seriously we took it, you know? So but, it's good. But you know what? In America, I've realized like you guys blow up everything like mm. college basketball, high school football, all of that stuff is absolutely mental. Whereas in the UK it's, it's not so crazy. You know, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't hear that unless you were playing for like a good academy. What, um, so you train at Renzo with the man, mm. John Danaher, and how far, how far, you know where we trained, where you did that session with me in New York? Yeah. How far do you live from there? So right now I literally only live like 15 minutes, but okay. up until, up until about three or three months ago, four months ago, yeah. I was literally driving fucking six hours round trip so i was driving three hours to get to henzo gracie practice yeah. for, practice for three to four hours and drive three hours back home go lift and then restart the day you know and amongst that having to pack meals cook all yeah, cook yeah. when i when i can and fucking keep the size up you know because yeah, yeah. i'm in the i'm in such a heavy division i have to be as big as possible yeah but yeah i honestly like i was fucking piss poor up until adcc man after i placed after i meddled at, at adcc you know life changed i was able i was able to making the money to support my training, to support my, Sick. you know, my family, whatever, and fucking able to move up, up here, up to New York and, uh, you know, be able to be fully committed. So were you, were you working like before you started getting like sponsors and being able to do stuff on Instagram before you gained some followers? Were you doing like a part-time job? <laughs> so, so I, I always kind of had not so much a plan, but I had like an outline, right? Okay, when I was yeah. like in, uh, when I was like right after college, cause I only did like one year of college, uh, I wrestled in college one year and then I did like a, like a year or a semester of community college while I was like yeah, figuring yeah. shit out. So after my first year of college, I yeah. actually, I started, I was, I saw Instagram. I saw these people fucking making money on social media for free. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm fucking, I'm better looking than these people. I'm more in shape. <laughs> I should fucking, that should be me. So yeah. I just watched a bunch of YouTube videos of like how to gain following on social media. Yeah. So I, I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to make a commitment. Yeah. I posted, I started posting a picture every single day. Yeah. With a bunch of fucking hashtags, tag everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna do this every day forever until I go, until I get a following. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so pre 
jujitsu, I had like 25, maybe 30,000 followers, oh, which, is, which, is, which is a ton if, for somebody like me. Like my high school, we graduated fucking 75 kids in my senior class. Oh, really? So, for, so somebody like me have 30K from the fucking yeah. countryside of Jersey, you know, yeah. it's, it's a big deal. So um, amongst, amongst building that, I was working at Home Depot and then bouncing at like a... Like a, like a What's Home Depot? What's that? Is Home that Depot like- is like, uh, if, if you have to fix shit in your house, you go there and get lumber, wood. Okay, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I was mixing, I was fucking mixing paint yeah. for like $7 an hour or some shit like that. Oh, so, snap. Yeah, yeah. yeah fucking minimum wage. So I was, I was at Home Depot mixing paint during the day um, all, while going to community college and then fucking bouncing um, like four days a week as well at some, at yeah. some club. So while doing that, I was getting, gaining a little bit of uh, following on social media. F- finally, I was able to like uh, kind of get a couple of sponsors as far as like I was give some people some shout outs and make a couple of bucks during the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So once I quit, like I just l- ended up leaving Home Depot and kind of all, all the other work one day. I was like, I was like, I'm going to pursue this modeling thing. So, yeah. so I ended up uh, just kept, kept posting a bunch of pictures online. Yep. I hit up Will, Wilhelmina, which is fucking number one agency in the world for, for modeling agency. Oh, okay. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, uh, I DM'd them and then I, I, sell, I fell out like application. Two weeks later, Wilhelmina got back to me and yeah. uh, invited me in and fucking they signed me. So right now I've been signed with Wilhelmina for like three years. But oh, sick. Uh, yeah, yeah. So after I signed with them, I was like, all right, this is getting serious. I can fucking make some money. So now I was making like, still not a lot of money, but I was getting like maybe a shoot a month, which would be like, I don't know, like 1500, 2000 bucks a month, yeah. which but is they'll like, pay it's good for your expenses. Yeah. And so you exactly. can train and keep working exactly. hard. So you're, exactly. you're, you're a go getter. Yeah, bro. Making yeah, yeah. it happen, man. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. it was, it was like just enough money for food and gas to like get up to the city. You know what I mean? So Amongst uh, amongst that, I guess I, I kind of like found like I had a friend that was training jujitsu while I was bouncing. Yeah. And right before I left bouncing, he he convinced me to go to go to like a jujitsu practice. I was like, all right, fuck it. I literally yeah. just went there and destroyed everybody. I was like, all right, this is this is a good sign. If I'm was, destroying all was this at Renzo or was this at another gym? No, this was uh it's called South Jersey Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. It's like a it's a Hensel Gracie affiliate, so one okay. of the black belts runs it. Yeah, um, okay. but yeah, I just went in there and like destroyed everybody, like without yeah. even trying, no, had yeah. no knowledge of jujitsu, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just kept going back. And then every time I went back there, they, I kind of learned a little bit more about the sport. They're like, yeah, like you could yeah. actually make money doing this. You told me something about ADCC, some about IBJJF, which is just yeah. different associations for, for jujitsu. And, uh, you know, I just made the commitment. I was like, fuck it, dude. If, if you guys can give me the connection to, uh, to like the best schools around here. I just started, yeah. I just started literally hopping around from school to school. Like yeah. I was at South Jersey BJJ, like three times a week. Yeah. Um, I was at Ricardo Almeida's, which is another Hensel Gracie black belt. Yeah. Uh, there about two times a week, uh, Grindhouse MMA. And then I would go to Hensel's whenever, or Tom the Blasts whenever I could. So yeah. um, amongst that, I just kept, you know, rotating. I, I trained with the best guys in the area every single day, twice a yeah. day. Yeah. And then, um, and then come ADCC trials, uh, I, I do the trials or I do the East coast trials. I yeah. uh, end up taking third at six months with jujitsu. I end up taking third at, at the, at the East coast trials, which is, which is a big deal. If you're, if you're like a nobody, you know, it's not, it's not a, it's not yeah. a win. It's not a win where you can make a, a lifestyle out of, you know, you can't make a lot of money yeah, taking yeah. third at the trials, but yeah. it get, it kind of gets your name out there, you know? So, so- what, so when I went into the West Coast trials, people kind of knew who I was. They were like, oh, this guy's this guy took third with only six months. Let's see how he does. You know, so Flo had a camera on me. 
I yeah. had a couple other people that kind of knew who I was and I ended up win- winning the West Coast trials and kind of solidifying my, my, my yeah. spot in, uh, in going to the, which is the, the Olympics of Jiu Jitsu, you know, ADCC. So yeah. So for the guys that are listening that don't know what ADCC is, it's the Olympics of like Nogi and it's, I would say the champions league of, uh, Nogi. So it's a big yeah. thing for someone that's, has, has only trained for what, six months or something before? Yeah, six months at the time. Six yeah. months. And then going to the Champions League of Jiu Jitsu is like pretty crazy. But it shows yeah. you're athletic and a hard worker because I can tell from, mm. I mean, traveling a couple hours just to go train at Renzo is yeah. crazy. Because when I first went to Renzo, I felt like I stepped into the lion's den. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was walking around Billy Big Bollocks for, oh, I'm a blue belt. I'm all right. I'll manage. I walked in there and I was like, oh my God, I've never seen. It's so a different world. Killers, so many killers <laughs> in one place, you know, but yeah. it humbles you, right? And that's why, oh, for sure. And that's why, I like, jujitsu and doing like um, sports like MMA, jujitsu, striking, whatever, you realize that probably one of the most humble athletes in the world are actually fighters. Mm. True, know? true, because we, yeah. we get humble, man. Like, still, I, I get tapped out almost every practice. You know, I'm not, I'm not yeah. the best, more te- most technical out guy out there. Uh, but yeah. when it comes to competition, I, I know how to put it all on the, all, all, all on the line and kind of, you know, uh, win, win strategically because I'm not, I'm not te- technically efficient yet. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm not as good as, as those top guys yet. But, no, we're, we're making strides towards there and we're, we're getting closer every day. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, jiu-jitsu is a, it's a, it's a crazy sport, man, because I, I, I still, like, it's kind of a, it makes you want to go back when you have somebody that's better than you all, all the time. You're like, fuck, I got to get this. Yeah. Guy, you know? So it's like, it's never, never a day goes by where I'm like, I, I don't want to train. I'm like, I have to get better than this motherfucker. Yeah. You know yeah what I mean, yeah. so that's always on my mind. And it's, it's, it's weirdly addictive. Like, oh, hundred percent. You start, you start watching YouTube videos. You start wondering <laughs> what they're doing. You start watching your training partners while they're rolling with someone else to know how to get them the yeah. next time. You know, it's, yeah. um, it's pretty crazy. And so do you do any, do you, are you doing any modeling stuff right now or is it just everything's dedicated towards like jujitsu now? So, uh, no, I still, I still do some modeling stuff. Like yeah. we had, uh, I think we had fashion week, like maybe a month or so ago and yeah. had like a little runway shoot and then, and then another photo shoot like, uh, during oh, that month. but, but yeah, it, it's, it comes and goes. And honestly, whenever they hit me up, um, I either tell them I can do it or I can't because I'm not, I'm not going to miss practice for, yeah. you know, like, like a $1,500 shoot. That's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right now it's not a big deal, you know, but, uh, cause jiu-jitsu yeah. is, my, is my main, my main source of income. It's yeah. my, my livelihood right now. So yeah. the modeling was just a, a means to kind of build my brand, build my name and kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. figure out where I'm going to, where I'm, what I'm going to do in life. Basically so, just like searching what you cause I've done that. Like exactly. you, you kind of <laughs> just, you try everything, right? But usually yep. people that try a lot of things, and I'm like that as well, because you're hard working and disciplined, usually something will end up sticking. Mm-hmm. It looks like the jiu-jitsu nogi stuff's like sticking <laughs> to you right now, isn't it? Exactly. Like, with, with, with the modeling, what they say about your cauliflower is? is that so, a, <laughs> it, about? <laughs> it, was, it, it was kind of an issue, but people, so people know like... Uh, know how bad it is like uh before they book me so like they have they'll see my portfolio and stuff they see the ears and now i'm kind of in the i'm in a section where it's sp- strictly sports and fitness and wilhelmina so yeah. they want the tougher looking guys they don't want some okay. skinny like runway model you know so yeah, you know yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm big and bulky and a little beat up but uh that, that's yeah. kind of solid they're looking for yeah yeah that's good uh, um yeah. so a few months ago i saw i saw you did a post right and mm-hmm. i was like i got jealous for this one post i was like, i got jealous <laughs> Can you guess what it was? Uh, 
don't know, was it a puppy? Was it No, it wasn't a puppy. Post? We'll get onto the puppy. It was <laughs> it was featuring on the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm. Bro. Dude, this has been a lifelong I, I dude, I remember when I first started jujitsu, I was like, I this motherfucker needs to find out who I am. I I was like, I was, like I was determined, bro. I was like, I was listening, and then I, and I was like, no, I need to watch this on YouTube because I, I wanted to see if you, like, uh, bring you up on your photo and everything. And they were talking about you for, like, a good five, six minutes. And I was like, oh, my days. Joe Rogan <laughs> knows about Nicky Rod. This is, like, this is, that's, like, that's a crazy achievement. For me, Dude, it, it's crazy. Like, crazy. Dude, only two, two years of jiu-jitsu, two years of grappling. <laughs> yeah. And fucking already, you know, they're talking about me yeah. on the podcast. I got on King and King this Thing was talking about me, like, a couple days ago on their podcast. Yeah which is Brendan Schaub and, and Theo Vaughn. So yeah. good, good shit, man. I'm just fucking, I'm going to stay active, stay in the, stay yeah. in the eye of the public and yeah. uh, keep on building that brand, man. But I guess, I guess it's that like, do you know that winning attitude? Like that drives you. Cause now, nowadays yeah. you get a lot of, like I see a lot of parents with kids and I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's like, it's okay. You did well. As long as you take part, it doesn't matter if you don't win, which is fine. But I feel like it makes a lot of people very soft and not driven. Oh, definitely. Don't you think so? So I feel like you're just like, you know what? I don't care what's going to happen. Even, <laughs> even like if you, could you are probably an, un, you're an underdog at ABCC, right? No Dude, one. No, every, I was supposed to lose every single match. I was not That's supposed crazy. to win any match. You know, I had, I, so going in ADCC because I was such an underdog, they gave me the hardest bracket. I had, had three or four of the most, the, the best heavyweights in the, in the history of the fucking sport. It was like, I had uh, Duarte in, in my bracket. I yep. had uh, uh, Sanchez, Orlando Sanchez, Muhammad yep. Ali, and then Cyborg. Yeah, uh, yeah. And just uh, every match was a super fight. You know, every every single second was a was a battle for fucking yeah. whoever's going to win. You know, so but, it definitely but, made me who yeah. I am. But don't you reckon, like, you know, sometimes when you're, and I've been in situations where you're the underdog and the person across you has got so much more to lose than you have, <laughs> and you oh, feel yeah. like people that are way more experienced. Uh, they think about things too much instead of just say passing the guard straight away or there's that element of doubt which is probably the worst thing I don't know what you think about that but like when, when you go into these competitions as an athlete how how do you prep yourself before other than the training so, and everything like how would you how would you prep yourself so besides the training like the the training is really important in the aspect of like did you in your training did you cover aspect every aspect that you need to do you have did you leave room for doubt you know what i mean did you yeah. miss a session so in your like i, I make sure I, I make sure i don't miss any fucking sessions like okay yeah we're, we've been quarantined since this quarantine yeah. i uh i have not missed a practice you know what i mean yeah, yeah, seven yeah. days seven days a week every single day we we train okay, um yeah. so like so like if i was if i was to miss a day in my mind i'm like fuck i missed that day i'm yeah. missing something that's that's when for me that's when doubt starts so like in preparation for competition I say, I say, I'm not going to miss a fucking practice every single day. I'm training, I'm getting better. Yeah. Um, so prog so progress is the only kind of thing I'm going to see, you know? Okay, so yeah. day, day of competition though, I have, uh, I have a tendency to block everything out. I'm not too yeah. much on the phone, you know, maybe I'll post in the morning, yeah. answer a couple of people, but when it's a few hours before competition, uh, food Zone is out. very, yeah. F nutrition is very important. Very yeah. important to me. Same day of competition. So same day as competition, I I do pretty much all vegetarian. I do like berries all day. So raspberries, yeah. strawberries, fucking blueberries, all all the kinds of berries yeah, throughout yeah. the whole day. Yeah. Uh, water, heavy electrolytes. I do I do some Gatorade. Uh, but as far as a mental aspect, I I just see I just see another body in front of me. Yeah. I, I I anticipate kind of what they what they're gonna do in an aspect of are they gonna pull guard, play legs, 
or are they going to stand up and wrestle, you know? So uh, I take, I take kind of uh, that outline of the match and then go with it through there. Yeah. But pre-match, I always, I always kind of, com- com- I like to boost my confidence, you know, and say, I'm going to fuck this guy up. No problem. Yeah. Like I remember before, before like uh, the cyborg match, I was just telling myself, I was like, this, there's no way this fucking 45 year old, 50 year old <laughs> yeah, yeah. dude is going to fucking beat me. You know? Yeah. Just, yeah, 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 just, yeah. 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 I just, el- I eliminate all doubt from my mind yeah. and have, I only have room for com- for confidence and positive uh, yeah. positive thoughts and feedback. So I think being very positive with yourself, they have a match, boosting yeah. your own confidence, yeah. kind of staying in your own bubble or, uh, or kind of help you out in the long run. Yeah, because like, I feel like a lot of people, when even the slight thought of I might lose this, it sets you up for losing, right? Mm. Have yeah, you, definitely. Have you, have you ever had that going into like, was there, was there any competition that you went to and you were like, you know what, this... Uh, this is going to be a tough one. I feel, I don't feel <clears throat> I can win this. Have you ever had that mentality? Um, I've only, I've only been like, I think I'll say like, I can't, like, I can't fucking lose. Like, uh, okay. like in my, in my mind, I'll say like, if I, if I'm down a point or I, I think this guy's like really good or it's going to be a tight match. I'm just like, I, I keep telling myself, there's no, like, you can't let this guy beat you. Like, I, like I'm running away. Not like I'm fighting to win, but I'm fighting yeah. to like, I'm so scared of losing. Yeah. Like I was just, I'll just go as hard as I can so I fucking die. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, like I just think about how, like how how much effort am I, I going to have to put into this match? Like, am I going to have to how how fast am I soon? Am I going to have to yeah. redline as far as like my my stamina, my cardio yeah. goes? How how soon am I going to have to redline? Yeah. Uh, in order to to win this match, you know. So, yeah. uh, I really only think about the pace that I'm that I'm going to keep. Like, because yeah. in some matches, if you're doing too much, you're kind of catching yourself. You know, like. It's yeah. easy to to get yourself in a leg leg lock or a stupid submission if you're yeah. kind of moving sporadically. Um, so it, I kind of had this constant battle between staying calm and technical, yeah. and then just exploding and fucking trying yeah. to just kill the guy immediately. Yeah. So you kind of have I have to have this uh, a, a center balance to uh, yeah. to each match, you know, and definitely yeah. attack every person differently. But uh, yeah, it's it's a learning process, man, for sure. Do, do you? Because um, I've got I've got I've got a lot of people that follow me that. That always want to know what the best thing for weight loss is, what this is and what that is. And I always tell them like consistency over everything is always uh, the best approach to get good results with whatever you want to do in life. Right. And when you go into competition, I feel like you're good at jujitsu. You're good at wrestling because you love doing it. Do you go to competition ever think, do you actually love competing or is it sometimes like, I don't really want to go today. Or you're like, I can't wait. I, I need, I need to compete again. I can't wait till next week. Are you like that? Um, so I, I absolutely love competing. Like yeah. I remember being in, in high school and college and like every, every time I had a wrestling match come, come around, I'm like, I cannot wait to get on the mat. And I was just like, how do I, how do I deal with this competition? Right. Can I, if I could find a way like in my life to only train and compete without the, without the schooling, you know, yeah. without that schooling aspect that's yeah, taking yeah, yeah. up so much time, uh, then I'd be set. And I'm just happy I found a way to do that, man. Yeah. I've always, I, I've always loved competition. I feel like, I feel like you train so hard yeah. um, and competition is the only way to really show, you know, that what you're doing is working. Cause there yeah. a lot, you have a lot of gym warriors, man. A lot of guys yeah. there be like fucking world champs world-class yeah. grapplers inside the gym and yeah. you put them on competition stage and, and they shit the bed they get nervous right. they don't know how to compete under pressure and under that's where some yeah exactly bro I, and a lot of people a lot of professionals uh can't can't compete under the lights man like yeah. i um for me i, I have a, a ability just to block it out block out the pressure and never never really think about it because i've had so many wrestling matches so many so many tough matches that i was either supposed to win and lost or vice versa 
So yeah. I've had I've had a lot of adversity and yeah. uh, and independency in my life because of yeah. because of the sport of wrestling. So yeah. uh, I think jujitsu kind of the competition aspect definitely came rather yeah. natural to me. Yeah, and it affects it affects everything else you do in in life, innit? Like when you're oh, walking yeah. around, you feel confident, you feel disciplined, <laughs> you feel strong, right? It makes a big difference. Yeah. Well, dude, you feel you feel protected. Like a lot of, yeah. a lot of people walk around kind of like. Uh, you know, wondering like if something could happen to them that day, you know, can I, yeah. can I protect my girlfriend? If yeah. fucking, I get a, if I get in a fight, am I going to get beat up? Like if you have yeah. a, a little bit of jujitsu, even a, a couple of days, you know, you yeah, know, right. techniques, you can save your life. So save your girlfriend's life. That's right. You know, a little bit of knowledge goes a long way, especially yeah. in hand to hand combat. Yeah. I'll tell you what goes a long way when you get some cauliflower ears and you take your headphones off and no one's going <laughs> to fuck around with you. <laughs> I tell you what, dude. If you have cauliflower ear, a lot of guys just want to be your friend. They don't want to fuck with you. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Um. How? You, what's What's going on in the states with coronavirus? How are you coping, dude? Uh, I mean, everything's shut down. Every time I have to go to like a supermarket to get meat or something, yeah. it's an it's an hour and a half wait to get inside the store. It's ridiculous. Every, every every store is a line around the corner. There's so many. We're so condensed up here. Like North Jersey and New York, it's a lot of people. Can you go outside to walk and everything? Or? Yeah, yeah. You you could go outside and walk and stuff like that. Like I went on a hike uh, Saturday. It was cool. You know, nobody bothered you. But uh, yeah. whenever you go to the store, it's fucking. There's because you have. They're only they're limiting the amount of people can go in the store. So there's just there's lines around the corner. People waiting an hour plus to get inside the store. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that that sucks. But as far as the as far as the training goes, the jujitsu training is great. It's literally just five of the best guys in the world, fucking, and John Danaher, and we're just killing each other every day. Oh, so, sick. So yeah. do you still, is that is that is that in the gym or is that just? Uh, uh, we we hop we hop around from we hop around from gym to gym, you know, whoever's open. But it's it's every single day, and we fucking go hard, man. The only oh, thing nice. I am I am missing though is the lifting, cause yeah, I, dude, <laughs> bad man. We have a couple like dumbbells and stuff I can pick up, but as far as like a real lift, like a lifting yeah, gym, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. everything's closed, man. Does the do the other boys, uh, Gordon? That they don't do they really care about the lifting as much as you, or you need to get a minute to feel strong? Dude, it's me, man. I I, I fucking miss. It. I love I love lifting. Gordon like likes it a little bit. Uh, I think that's a lot. I think he I think he hates it. He actually. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I think if he didn't have to lift, he wouldn't. Honestly. Yeah. He just does out of out of necessity, but I love it, man. I I miss. Yeah. I miss lifting every day. It, it was definitely part of my routine. Like I, I yeah. would train jiu-jitsu at twelve and lift at seven. You know, every single yeah. day for fucking years. So yeah. uh, I need to get back on that. It's, yeah. been a, it's been a process. Yeah. For for the listeners uh, that don't know who Gordon Ryan is, he's he's the best in the no gi game at the moment, right? Yeah. Like yeah. A, and, by far. And Nikki's one of his training partners. So what's it like training with the best? Uh, training with the best man. I've. So because of him and John Danaher, it's, it's why I've came. I've chosen to come to, to Henzo's become, be, and become part of their, their team. Yeah. Um, and it just, it just reassures me, you know, I'm training with him, the success and yeah. downfalls that I have in practice with Gordon yeah. uh, and everybody else in that gym just kind of it ensures me that I'm going to destroy everybody in competition. You know, yeah. I I'm able to take the, the techniques that I've learned and the, the kind of sequences that I'm doing in practice. Yeah. Um, and associate them with competition and kind of have extreme success because, you know, if I had a little bit of success with 
with Gordon or or other or Craig Jones in practice, you know, then I'm yeah. going to have tremendous success with these regular black yeah. belts that I'm competing against. So, so it definitely it's a confidence booster. It really is. You know, it's it's like what they say, man. You have to train with the best to beat the best. So, so I train with the best every fucking day, and it's going that's, well, man. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Like, even it's crazy because even when I came and did that wrestling session with you in New York, mm-hmm. I was like, it's it's crazy the confidence it gives you going back to your own gym. Oh yeah. Just the fact that you've trained with someone that's well known in the sport or even a couple things of wrestling that they don't know, your confidence just peaks. So with you rolling with the best in the world every day, you go into competition, your head game is probably already like, I'm going to beat this guy already. I'm yeah, gonna- dude, what I tell myself, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way this guy's, this guy's going to sweep me. If Gordon has issues sweeping me, he sweep, fucking Gordon swept Bouchesha with no problem. If Gordon yeah, has problems yeah. sweeping me, this guy's not going to fucking touch me, you know? Yeah, so exactly, that's, yeah, yeah. Shit yeah, like exactly. that's comp- constantly going exactly. through my mind. But that's yeah. good, man, that's good. What, um, I saw you post something with a WWE t-shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, so uh, I, I want to say like six months ago, um, I filled out an application for the WWE just to do like a tryout. They got back to me, flew me out for I think three or four days. Yeah. Uh, And we just did like a camp with 40 different athletes. They all just kind of see how, like how coachable we are, how in shape we are. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, we were just fucking chasing dream, man. Um, They did, they said they don't have an open spot for me. (laughs) Right. But, uh, but they invited me back to second tryout. So uh, we'll see how it goes, man. If, um, if you were to have the option to be able to do that, right, full-time, mm-hmm. would you leave jiu-jitsu completely if you had to make a choice? If they said uh, WWE it, comes in, it goes, hey, Nikki, we want you we want you full-time training with us at the moment. You're going to get paid this wedge. We're going to do everything for you, but you have to step away from the jiu-jitsu for the time being. What, what would you do? What would, what would your answer be? Um, I would definitely step away from the jiu-jitsu. Okay. Uh, it'd be, but I mean, at the same time, you know, those guys need uh, a mean sustained shape. So, so to say that I wouldn't be training, uh, yeah. it's probably a lie. You know, I probably, I, I'm sure I do. I, I'd be fully dedicated to WWE, but come nighttime, yeah. you know, I'll definitely hop in on the jujitsu mats for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and probably still getting competitions. Cause I mean, uh, I think if I was, if I was a WWE superstar, whatever they're paying me now for jujitsu matches, yeah. have to be fucking tripled, you know? And then. Also, the, it's a if you go WWE for a couple of years, you know it's probably yeah. a seven or eight figure lifestyle before you know it. So yeah, well, with even like jujitsu, like what you guys can now potentially win from competition is pretty crazy compared to what the sport was a while ago, right? Oh yeah, because yeah. I mean, now I look at it now, everyone's trying to do jujitsu. Whereas before, when I first started, it wasn't even that popular. But now that is so popular, it makes me want to do it even more. But, <laughs> It's mad, isn't it? But like, you full time competing, you can make enough money to live off. Is that right? Oh yeah, yeah. If you're if you're if you're one of the best in the world, you should not have you should not have an issue making money. I mean, this is a a six figure lifestyle, you know. But uh, if you're if you're somebody like Gordon, you know, you can make millions. Uh, yeah, but you, okay. it's all it's all it's all about marketing, man. You have to yeah. you have to be able to sell your fights, sell your matches. You have to yeah. be promoting for the for the events constantly and stay on the social media game you have to stay in the public in the public yeah, side yeah, yeah, like yeah. some somebody if you take the same exact guy as me right and he only has you know five or ten thousand followers your check's going to get cut in half man you know you're not going to oh, get nearly okay. as much as i am so it's a popularity yeah. game as, as well as a as a skill game you know if you're if you're popular or not winning then you're just like dylan dennis and if you're if you're winning and not popular then you're, you're fucking you're fucked man you know you have to do both 
All right, well, give me a year and let's sort out a fight, yeah? <laughs> we, can sell oh, yeah. Some, we can sell some tickets and I'll just whisper, I'll be like, Nikki, just give me a few minutes, man. Just let me do one takedown. <laughs> one takedown, man. Think about the checks we can get. But, sure. um, what, um, so while you're training and stuff, obviously it takes a big part of your day because I know when you told me when I met you in New York, you, you were doing your BJJ and then uh, you, you go off and do your weight session in the evening sometimes. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Every, every day. So my, my schedule is usually um, I train at 12, like three hours or so, sometimes four. And then I lift at night. And in between, you know, it's constantly I'm cooking, I'm eating, uh, take, like, take the puppy out, you know, here and there. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot easier now that I live so, so close. I'm only 15 minutes from Henzo's. Yeah. But dude, when I, was, when I was driving three hours there and three hours back, it, well, dude, it was terrible. Yeah. I had to constantly stay on schedule, like cooking, eating. And then training, cook, eat, train, like yeah. just, that's how it was, you know? And is all your family, is all your family in the city or they're in Jersey? Uh, so they're in South Jersey, uh, which is like a three hour drive or so. So okay. I, I don't, I don't see them that much, but yeah. uh, it's, I'm especially now coronavirus, nobody's fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. hanging around each other. But uh, you know, when, when this stuff all clears up, I'll go see what's up to them. But it, my life is, is is strictly I'm just focused on jujitsu. You know, I got okay. I took took second at ADCC. I got to get that get that goal in two years. Yeah, yeah. So. Are you are you are you close with your family? Oh yeah, yeah. We're super close. Talk every day. Yeah. Stuff, okay. Yeah. So when you're like when you're around the family, like family barbecues, going out. Oh yeah, yeah. And you, how many siblings do you have? So I have one older brother, one little brother, and uh, yeah. one little sister. Yeah, it's four of us. Okay, nice. and any of them? Yeah. any of them training in the athletes? Um, my little brother is a wrestler. He he's a he's a sorry, he's a two-time region champ, and okay. uh, I think he was ranked like seventh in the state or fourth in the state going into state tournament. So he's he's tough, man. Oh, can yeah. you see me still? Yeah, I can yeah, see you. I can see you. Okay, cool, good. cool. Good. Slide around. Okay, cool. And so, do you ever train? You ever train with him? Uh, yeah, I fuck him up though because I'm so much bigger <laughs> than him. So. Okay, okay. <laughs> Does um, I heard you got a new family member. I do, Leo. Come here. He's busy right now, but yeah, he's a little French bulldog. Uh, he's cool, man. He's, he's uh, got a lot of personality. Yeah. And uh, nice and nice and lazy. I actually took him on a hike like uh, last Saturday. Yeah. And it was a ten mile hike, and I literally had to carry him like nine and a half miles. I was gonna say so, it's fr no. French bulldog. French bulldog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah they're, they're not gonna. They're not gonna walk that at all. No. Dude, he walked for like 20 minutes. He looked at me. I was like, all right, I got you. I just yeah. picked, picked him up. I just held my arms 10 miles straight. Fucking killing it. It's for, good. For some reason, I wouldn't expect a guy your size to have a dog like that. But <laughs> it, makes it, it, makes, it makes it look even better, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck in the city, man. I need, I need a friend. I have, uh, I have a couple of big dogs back home. I have like a uh, German short-haired pointer. I have a Weimaraner and a yep. chocolate lab at uh, my parents' house. But uh, yeah, they're too big for this apartment, for sure. Yeah, Those yeah. are far farm dogs, you know? Yeah. And what... Okay, so where do you want to be in like, I know this is like, you probably get this question all the time, you know, in podcasts, like where do you see yourself in three, four years? Because I, I see you, you're doing your jujitsu, you're doing all of that, but I see you making moves on, I see you've got a YouTube channel now. I know you're banging stuff on Instagram and I can see you've got a lot of hustle and I feel like you'd want to do more than just jujitsu in the future. So tell me about some things that you would want to do. I'm all about uh, kind of, you know, spreading your audience. You know, you, you want to hit every, every aspect that, that you can. And I feel like social media is just so good for that because it's really, it's, it's, it's a free way to build your brand. You know, YouTube, Instagram, doesn't, you don't have to pay to make an account. You just fucking have to be consistent and do it. 
Right. Um, so, yeah, I have the I have the podcast coming soon, the YouTube channel. I just started a couple weeks ago. Uh, but I don't I don't know, man. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna do an episode, uh, fucking uh, yeah. YouTube video a week, uh, podcast a week, forever. You know, every yeah. week forever, and just see how it goes. Uh, just, eventually, I'm a, it's gonna just, catch on. Exactly. Just Consistency, kicking. bro. That's it. Just kicking with the wing. Just keep swinging punches. <laughs> and exactly. Then, and then and then something's gonna pop. Yeah, I mean the plan the plan is to make as as much money as possible, so you can do yeah. whatever you want, whenever you yeah. want. So, uh, yeah, pick up some sponsors uh, for the podcast for the YouTube. Yeah. And uh, you know, have a have a nice, rich, wealthy lifestyle. That's yeah. that's the plan, man. So when when you when you make the money, I'm not gonna say if, I'm gonna say when you make the money, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Are you gonna be looking after your family? Have you got have you got a girlfriend? Have you got what's are you live on your own or Yeah, so I, I live uh, I live with my girl right now, but uh yeah, yeah. definitely look at look after our family. I mean, my whole family's hustlers, you know, my dad works hard, makes makes good money, so yeah. I don't have uh, I don't have to worry about uh them in, in that aspect they'll definitely be taken care of okay. but uh for for my own selfish purposes you know i, I want a lot of nice things and i want to do i want to be able to go wherever i want whenever i want so okay uh i just have uh i have i have many many small goals many long-term goals you know uh yeah. i just you, i just want to be traveled have you have you done any traveling yet um honestly just for jujitsu but i've i've traveled a ton i mean in the last year i've been i've been to uk like three times okay uh i've been all around the u.s you know tons of different states um yeah. but yeah dude i mean i literally like i would be on a plane like three or four times a month oh, uh really? yeah from like september up until this quarantine like three or four times a month i was on a plane Co- competitions seminars like fucking yeah. busy busy so busy, when, man. when when you when you came to the uk to compete when you, mm-hmm. when you anywhere you fly, do you when you go over, do you take a couple of days off where you kind of see what's happening? Like when you came to the UK, did you go and check out anywhere in the UK, or is it I'm competing <laughs> and I'm going back home? That's it, bro. We can so like when I go to UK, I'll land. Uh, say I compete on Saturday, I'll yeah. land Thursday like early in the morning. I'll either have a uh, I'll probably have a seminar on Friday, compete Saturday, yeah. and then roll out Sunday. So we'd be busy as hell, man. It's just in and out kind of deal. So would you um? When, so you're doing, you're doing coaching. I know you did a session one-to-one with me, but mm-hmm. do you do any coaching at all? Uh, yeah, yeah. I do seminars here and there, but mo- majority of the stuff is, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I do privates here and there, but yeah. major- majority of stuff is seminars. So, yeah. you know, it's not uncommon for me to have 30 or 40 people show up to a seminar and yeah. just, you know, do, teach a bunch of wrestling, a little bit of jiu-jitsu and kind of uh, help everybody improve in their yeah. own certain ways. And it's, it's something that maybe you'd look into more as you get older or... Uh, you know, uh, honestly, every time I was competing, I was planning a seminar. So I was having like two or three competitions a month. I yeah. was, so I would do two or three seminars a month. Just every yeah. time I, I book a competition, I book a seminar right next to it. So yeah. it just worked out that way. It's the easiest way to do it. Don't, don't you find when you coach, right? Like me, when I coach someone, it's weird. It, it makes me better. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, it kind of reassures you of the things that you're doing and makes you a better athlete as well. And it's like, it's such a good way to interwine together it's so easy to just react, you know? So a lot of, uh, sometimes when I'm, when I'm doing jiu-jitsu, when I'm grappling, especially when I'm live, I'm not so much thinking, I'm kind of just doing, trying yeah. to get the sub, trying to get the bag, trying to get yeah. some, uh, some kind of uh, momentum going. And when you're, when you're coaching, it's kind of, you, you have to slow it down and say, okay, this is a, a more detailed, more descriptive way to uh, kind of uh, exploit this move. So I, think, I do think it helps you to learn more and uh, learn in, in, in a different way. And yeah. it's, it really does go a long way. Like pe- a lot of people don't know how to talk to other people and, uh, or kind of you know, get, get their, get their, ver- get their words across the, the right way, you know? So coaching consistently will kind of help you out with that. Man. 
well, that's, that's, that's why I wanted you on the podcast because when I met you, I kind of, I didn't know what to expect, but I was mm. like, I didn't know if you'd be very talkative. I didn't even know if you'd be a good coach, to be honest. I was <laughs> like, maybe he's just a good athlete, but it just shows that, uh, cause you've got the people skills to coach and a lot of coaches, they don't actually have that, which is always, yeah. it's always, it's hard to teach someone a skill if you don't have people skills, because when you get a message across, you've got to be, like you would probably, you'll talk differently to me when uh, you're teaching me something about wrestling compared to say how you speak to your brother or something like that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And um, it's great to have good people skills for that. And you've definitely got it. I just want to say thanks for coming on, bro. Um, it's been Any time, man. Thanks for having me. It was a good time. No, man. no, it's been a lot of fun. When I met you, I was like, Oh, this guy's a nice guy. And sometimes it's, when you, when, you, when you send people messages on DMs on Instagram, you, you always wonder what they're really going to be like. Mm. So I just want to say you're a top guy. Thank you for coming on. Can you tell people uh, where they can find you? Instagram, YouTube, whatever you want to promote, bruv. Go nuts. Oh, my man. All right, guys. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at NickyRod247. You can check out the YouTube channel, uh, NickyRod All Access. We're dropping mad content, a video a week. And uh, I have podcasts coming soon, merchandise on the way. So yeah, just uh, Nicky Rod All Access on YouTube and then Instagram at Nicky Rod 247. Yes, my man. Anyone, um, anyone who goes to New York, you need a one-to-one wrestling session, I'd make sure, <laughs> make sure you go see Nicky. Thank you, Nicky, oh, yeah. for coming on. Top man, man. Take yes, it sir. easy. Thank you, buddy.